0: The sun was shining and a small breeze was spicing along Piccadilly when Christine came out for her lunch. She usually came out at midday, even when it was raining, instead of going up to the store canteen. You could never get a table to yourself and whoever sat with you always wanted to talk grumbling shop about the customers or the management. Everyone at Goldwyn seemed to have a grievance of some kind, although it was one of the best London stores to work for— "'and many of the men and women had been there for years and years, "'some of them long past retiring age, "'for the management was good to its old faithfuls "'and let them stay on even when they were really past it, "'like poor old Miss Matty in model gowns, "'who was always trying to sell people laced dinner dresses "'that were much too old for them. "'Christine herself had been in the book department "'for more than four years,' She had started as a junior, knocking over piles of books and breaking the till about once a week in her efforts to serve customers briskly. Now she was head saleswoman, and moved calmly about the alleys between the bright new paper jackets, knowing that book customers liked to take their time, unlike the thrusters who stampeded through the haberdashery with never a moment to spare. She knew every book in the place, and all about the new ones before they came out. She was said to be Mr. Parker's right-hand man, and heaven knows he needed one, and was sometimes asked in to take coffee when a favoured publisher's representative was in his office. She liked her work, as much as one can like any job that imprisons one from nine until five-thirty. She liked Goldwyn's, but she was always glad to get away from it at lunchtime, even though it meant queuing for a table at any of the restaurants and tea shops that fed the West End workers— Who ate with one eye on their watches and a partiality for things like macaroni and suet pudding, which were the most filling for the least cost. She was wearing her grey flannel suit today. She thought it made her waist look trim, although it made her stick out farther in front than she cared for. A generation ago, she would have been admired as buxom. Now, she was a little too plump, and streamlined salesgirls tutted at her in fitting rooms when they could not close the zipper of a dress that was the right size for her height. She was thirty-four, she had silky brown hair that would not stay set unless she pinned it up every night, and a full creamy face with a smile that seemed to have been carved onto it from birth. She was often teased about being too plump, and because her face reposed in a smile even when she was not smiling inside, she was supposed not to mind the teasing. Sometimes, when life seemed hardly worth going on with, as it does to women when they are tired... She saw herself as a figure of tragedy, like those pictures of veiled French widows walking behind their husbands' coffins at important funerals. But her face could never look the part, and people still thought of her as good old Christine, always cheerful and good-tempered, quite a tonic. Christine liked the grey flannel suit because it gave her a good waist. She had been liking it for a long time, because she had accepted her aunt's advice that it was better to buy an expensive suit that would last than to keep buying trumpery smart cheap suits that looked very dashing for the first few weeks, until they began to wrinkle at the elbows and sag at the seat. The good grey flannel had been what the tailor called a classic, which meant that nobody would even turn round in the street to look at it, but it would stand having its skirt taken up or let down according to the swings of fashion. It was up at the moment because the new look was already old and women were no longer walking bell tents. The book department, partly due to Mr. Parker's laissez faire administration and partly because it was cultural, which put the assistants on a closer level to the customers, was the only department in Goldwyn's where you did not have to wear black. With so many women going shopping without hats, this led to some confusion as to who was an assistant and who was a customer. But that occurs in all bookshops and accounts for the distressed look of people who have picked up a book they want and are afraid they are going to have their elbows grasped by the store detective before they can find someone to take their money.